B'Shem Hashem Na'asev Natsiach. We're doing the laws of Shabbat. And this is actually a very important one. Tying and untying knots. Like a, a tie I'm going to get into. Remind me at the end of the class to talk about it. You know, the same way we're not allowed to tie uh, light fire, extinguish fire, right? The same way we're not allowed to tie permanent knots on Shabbat and untie permanent knots. That's one of the 39 things that's forbidden. So it says here, I envy this rabbi. He wrote over 20 books and he's Persian, Rabbi Zokai. Rabbi Zakai, he says, Let's say, uh, Jason, there's a certain type of uh, knot. Sometimes, you know, if you're absent-minded, it becomes permanent. Even when you, when you tied the tie, your intention wasn't that it should be permanent. To review, did you watch my last class on this? Sure. Just to review, from Torah law, if your tie is permanent and professional, you desecrated Shabbat. If it's only one of those two, it's rabbinically forbidden. If it's none of the above, it's permitted. So therefore, R- R- Rabbanan say, even if it's not a professional knot, but it's permanent, you shouldn't tie it on Shabbat. Even if it's not permanent, but it's just professional, it's also rabbinically forbidden, right? So this is important for you guys to know. Now, it says, this is the thing. We Remember last time I was telling you how we should always be on the side of, like, to review with our Mesilat Yesharim. Let's say there's a magazine or a website that potentially will have, like, nudity in it or inappropriate things. You shouldn't open that website. That's what my Rebbe said. If you realize that spiritual sin destroys your soul... And it's like a poison. If something has a 1% chance that's poison, are you going to take it? Are you going to pay Russian roulette? No. Guys, I want to tell you something. He said teshuva, teshuva, teshuva. But a lot of times, once you get in the mud, it's not so easy to get out. You know? Same thing here. On Shabbat, a tie that potentially sometimes, if you're absent-minded, is going to become permanent, you shouldn't tie it on Shabbat. Jason. So, but if it's the, if the like a shoe, only lazy bum people like keep their shoes, dress shoes, Shabbat shoes, permanently tied. The normalcy is that you untie it. Mr. Adam is normal, like a normal human being. You untie it and tie it and take it off. So, therefore, that's fine. And, and 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 as long as you know for sure that you're you usually your normalcy is to to untie it after Shabbat ends, then that's fine. You're allowed to tie it, right? So anything similar to that. Oh, this is good for you because you were asking me about the sisi. It says This is a very important halacha, gentlemen. Regularly, it's a mitzvah. Every morning when you put on your sisit katan or sisit gadol, you should check it and, and, and tighten the knot, not like this, right? But on Shabbat, any knot 
that it's forbidden to, oh my God, I ne- it never dawned upon me. You know what the most classical example of a professional knot mm. is? Like the knot of CC. Yeah. Because it's forever. Yeah. And it's what? What and makes it professional? Because most people don't know how to do it. You have to learn how to oh, do yeah, it. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Right? So it says any knot that on Shabbat is forbidden to make it a permanent knot, it's also forbidden to tighten it. So, so every day uh, every day of the week, it's good to make your seats like, um, make sure that they're not unraveling. And make, you know, give them chizuk, you know. But on Shabbat, since it's forbidden to tie them, by that same token, it's forbidden to tighten them. And it's, I've seen it all the time. People don't know this halacha, they do it. Yes, sir. On Shabbat, no. Any talit. Just let it be. Yeah, just let it be. Parenthetically, this is something also I, 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 I try to tell people. There's three things that you always need to have your own. Because it's in the Torah says, Lecha, make it for yourself. Lahaya, Lachem. Sisid is better for it to be owned by yourself. But then carrying it, no problem. So you could wear it, or keep it in the synagogue. That's right, yeah. but somewhere it's hard. I, yeah. I carry or no, it. no, or we could, you, could, you could keep it here in the closet. That's what everybody does. I think that's what I'm going to start doing. Yeah. I'm tired of or, 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 see, the thing is, like, lulav and etrog, right? These are things that since the Torah says, lachem, you should own yourself. Understand? When you borrow it from the shul, first of all, a lot of times the knots are not so kosher. Actually, there's an amazing group of people that always try to make sure that they're kosher. But it's just, so it says, um, so that's why Sisid, we don't tighten it on Shabbat. Next halacha. How about making a knot? Okay, first of all, you have to understand a bow tie that if you pull it, it opens is not considered a knot. You know that? So that's why this 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 tie knot, most opinions hold. Like me, I when I make my tie, 99% of the time when I make my knot on Shabbat, my ties, I leave it be. I just hang them up. I don't have the... Yeah, yeah that's what I do too. Because then every time you want to open a thing, yeah. so it's a machlokas in the post game. If, if, if you want to be extra machmir and be on the safe side, I forgot. It's a machlokas of Moshe and Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky. But for sure, this is the halacha. Let me tell you. If your tie, your necktie, you're, you're like regular people. You always open it and you always... After you, you unravel it. After you're finished mm-hmm. wearing it. So then on Shabbat, you're even allowed to tie it, right? Because it's, because right. it's, it's not, not permanent. it's not permanent. And also, it's not necessarily professional. And also, some hold, it's like a bow tie. Because if you, if you pull this thing enough, it like unravels. So he, now this is an interesting question though. How about making a permanent knot? Or like a deadbolt knot on top of, and then putting a bow tie on it. So he says, this is a machlokis, but he says it's better not to do such a thing. 
Unless for sure you know both of these tie. Because remember I told you last week, there's a machlekes when you have two, some people hold a double deadbolt knot, is like professional, right? And that has more of a tendency of being what? Permanent. Permanent. So bottom line is, if you want to make, like your shoes, you want to make a dead knot because you're very annoyed that they all use ravel, and you want to make a bow tie on top of it, just make sure that you open it before the next Shabbat. It doesn't last more than seven days. Because what's the definition of permanent, Matthew? More than seven days. Okay? And it says... But he says, how about this? But let's say you just make a bow knot, bow tie knot, and there's no permanent knots in it. He says here, I didn't know this. He says that it's, 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 it's permitted even if you want to keep it forever. So that's why some people hold, I believe Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky holds that since these ties, it's kind of like a more of a bow tie. If you pull this enough, it's going to automatically what? Open. It's not like a dead bull that you need to un... Understand? It's like more of a yeah. bow tie. So some people hold that even if you're like me, that you... Um, when Once you tie it, you don't open it, and you and the first time you bought the tie was on Shabbat that you, you tied it, it's okay. Because it doesn't fall under the category of a, a, of a knot. That's a bow tie. But it's not a knot. Oh, oh I... Okay. You understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't come yeah, yeah. In, under this whole yeah, umbrella. Yeah, yeah. If I'm a chimigam, like a kesher, a kesher by thing is something that's, yeah, yeah. that you, you go, you, 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 you wrap it around. But a bow tie, this, so, you know, some people are machber, but neckties actually is more, is, is, is an again thing. It says, let's talk about shoes. Let's say shoes, you, you put a, a, a deadbolt tie, a deadlock, you know, knot, and then you put a thing on top of it. And by accident, this happens actually a lot to me, used to happen. Your muzzle becomes too dead. It becomes too, the, the, the second knot becomes a double knot. Instead of becoming a bow tie knot, right? He says, Ravavadya clearly says that you don't need to worry. And the Yaskal Avdi, he was a great, great Sephardic rabbi in Jerusalem. Ovadia, his name was Ovadia also. Ovadia Hodaya says that if you were trying to make a bow tie on your, after a, a regular knot, after trying your shulnaces, and by mistake, two knots happen, it's not a problem. You're allowed to open it on Friday night. And it says, let's say it's so annoying, it became so tight. That you can't even take your shoes off your feet. Okay, go bring a knife or a scissors and take off the knife. That's not a problem to cut it off. Because it's you're throwing it away. He says you shouldn't oh, do it. Shabbat even, you can? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not, sometimes no, I'm serious, it happens sometimes. I've seen it happen. The tu- the the thing is so finite and yeah. He says you shouldn't do this in front of a, like a non-religious, like a person that doesn't know Allah, because then he's going to think, oh, ripping is like scissors. But he says yeah. in private, you that you learn. Scissors and muksa? No. Um, it's, it's, it's muksa if you're, if you're, if you're using it, um, 
Well, it depends what type of scissor it is. I, if it's a food, it's, if it's to cut like food down, you know, like gray, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, that's for sure not muksa. Yeah. But even a knife, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If, if, if when we get to the laws of muksa, I'm gonna have to do a lot of research. That's very difficult. So anyways. Uh, just uh, two more halachas and we're done. Hamit chabed b'shabbat b'gilad sefer Torah. Okay, fine. That's for the Ashkenazim. Divrei halbasha chadashim aksharim yachad kigon garban v'kvafot yufidem zemize mibod yom veim shachach lafidam mibod yom lo yatir kol kesher aval mutar lanatek etachut. Let's say sometimes you have fancy like clothing, and sometimes like it's like it's like, a, it's like a, you buy it as a uh, a group. So let's say it's like. It's tied different, like the trousers or like a woman's set of clothing, like the skirt and the shirt and stuff are tied in a permanent knot. Mm. So he says it's better not to open that on Shabbat. Because maybe it was, it was, when they made it, it was more than seven days. You should do it before Shabbat. But he says that, um, if 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 it's just like a plastic thing connecting these different things, have you seen those plastic things that are like the yeah. price tag? Yeah. That's okay to take off on Shabbat because that's not like a knot, right? So if it's a if it was like um, a knot, it's better to take it off before Shabbat. Mm. He said, He says. So if it's a knot, you shouldn't take it off on Shabbat. He says, for sure, you have to understand, we Sephardic, we believe very much that something that's a destructive act that has no benefit to you is mutar on Shabbat. That's like we're not, Baruch Hashem Shalom Asanu Ashkenazi. Like Ashkenazim, they say, oh, you're coming and you want to open a bag of chips or a bag of cookies, don't be careful not to... Open in a way that you cut off like the name of the brand, like Lay's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. says Rav Chaim Filaji already yeah. the biggest rabbi in Turkey. Baruch he, Hashem, that's not our minah. He said, no, that's not our, it's not only our minah, it's our halacha. That he says, first of all, that's not a racing. <laughs> that's how you're trying to open the back to eat. Yeah. So it's not it's not a problem. Same thing here. Derek Kilkul Mutalo Tzita Sichotzer Gemutov Bebet Acharoshet Kedel Ishmor Taklupim. Same thing, like, um, if you have certain, you know when you know, buy a brand new shirt that has these neat, uh, pins in it, uh, to, to keep it creased, that's okay to take out on Shabbat. Yeah. Right? Oh wow, I was just learning the Chuba on this, and you have a dad. He says parenthetically, I don't know why he brings this halacha here, but it's interesting. Uh, next week, we're gonna do ripping, which I just talked about, like ripping and and um, sewing. But he says, interesting Allah. He says, let's say you have synthetic clothes. Have you ever seen sometimes sparks like in the dark electric? Yeah. He says that's not considered really uh, any problem. Because it's not, those sparks are not fire really. It's just static. Anyways, it's the Rabbanan and your kavanah is not to, to do anything. Right. It's not a problem. Hashem should help us Amen. to keep Shabbat. Amen. Shabbat makes us holy. 